one of our dear friends, sila Sir Edwin. Uh, welcome po sa FC. Palatpakad po natin. Meron daw isang uh, kwento. Siguro nababasa nyo na rin sa Facebook, di ba? Uh, sa Facebook ngayon, almost lahat ng illustration ng mga pastor, pinagpo-post na rin eh. So, kanya-kanya uh, na lang unawa, di ba? Uh, meron daw isang uh, nagda-drive ng sports car. Hindi sa inyo po nakakakita. Sabi ko nga kanina, sino naka, po nakakakita ng sports car dito eh, ay napapalunok? No, parang wow, sana ako din. No, nakakita ng sports car yung isang driver na merong SUV. Sabi niya, wow, sana meron akong sports car. Eh, meron naman siyang SUV. Tapos yung SUV, nagda-drive yung driver. Habang nagda-drive siya, nakita naman siya ng merong, uh, isang lalaki ng merong Honda City. So sabi ng lalaking to, wow, sana meron akong SUV. Tapos yung nagda-drive naman ng Honda City, eh nakita ng isang lalaki na merong magandang motor. Sabi niya, wow, sana magkaroon ako ng Honda City. Tapos yung nagbumotor naman, nakita siya ng isang lalaking nagbabike. Dahil nandun sila sa isang street, sabi ng nagbabike, sana meron akong motor. Then yung nagbabike, nakita naman ng isang lalaking naglalakad. Ang sabi ng lalaking naglalakad, sana meron akong bike. Tapos yung naglalakad, nakita ng isang lalaking lumpo. Sabi ng lalaking lumpo, wow, sana nakakalakad ako. Tapos yung lumpo, nakita ng isang lalaking naghihingalo. Hindi na siya nakapagsalita. <laughs> naghihingalo siya. <laughs> sabi, sana mahaba pa buhay ko. But life, life is just like that. You are not satisfied and you want more. Ang tanong ay may problema ba ron? The answer is wala namang problema ron. But the problem is not really on that situation but on the attitude of the people. The question is this, how can you strike the balance between being content and wanting more? Ayun yung question eh. Yung sinasabi sa'yo ng ibang Pastor, pag ikaw na umatin sa church, maging contento ka, maging satisfied ka. Hallelujah! Amen! Taas ka ng kamay. Tapos may na-invite na guest speaker. You need to be not satisfied. You need to believe God more. Amen! So the question is, what is right? And what's, what is wrong? Do I really need to be satisfied with what I have? Or do I really need to be pursuing things that I dream of? Ano ba talaga yung Tama. Mangarap pa o makontento? Maniwala pa sa iba na ginagawa at gusto kong maabot at matanggap? O sabihin ko na lang sa sarili ko kung ano man ang meron ako ay biyaya ng Panginoon. And when you understand, you need both. Amen? Sabi nga natin lahat, we need both. While being happy to what you have, you need to be Believing God for more. Ang sabi nga ng isang kasabihan, syempre, pangit naman kung, ay, nako. <laughs> sabi ng isang kasabihan, syempre, uh, you need to be thankful to what you have and be trustful to what you want to have. Amen? Maging mapagpasalamat ka sa kung ano ang meron ka at magtiwala ka sa Diyos sa mga bagay na gusto mo pang maabot at makuha bilang isang Mananampalataya. And if there's a person in the scripture really understood being balanced to what he had and the things that he believed and he pursued, and there's none other than the Apostle Paul. Si Apostle Paul naranasan niya na maging tagapagturo, naranasan niya maging estudyante, naranasan niya maging mayaman, 
naranasan niya maging mahirap. Naranasan niyang magutom, naranasan din niyang mabusog. Kaya nga ang question, it's not actually just the situation. Yung situation may factor yan, of course. Sino bang hindi magiging masaya kung yung mga pangarap mo ay natutupad? Sino bang hindi magiging malungkot kung ang mga pangarap mo ay tila baga ay aabutin mo na at hindi pa nangyari sa buhay mo? Natural na magkaroon ka ng emotional hang-ups and even expression. But the point of the matter is, kung ayon ang nararanasan mo, maniwala ka, hindi ka nag-iisa. The Apostle Paul reminds us to be always happy to what you have and hopeful to what you believe God sa buhay natin pang araw-araw. So let me read. Let me read Philippians chapter 4 verses 19 o 10 hanggang 19. Philippians chapter 4 verses 10 hanggang 19. Ang sabi dito, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly. I rejoice in the Lord greatly. The joy will never be based on events. It's not based on, on happenings. Sabi nga, di ba, happiness will always be based on happenings, but joy will always be based in the Lord. Amen? Pag gusto mo, masaya lang ang buhay, pag masaya yung nangyayari, masaya ka. Pero pag hindi mo gusto yung nangyayari, malungkot ka. So that is normal. That's normal. Baka naman sabihin ng iba-ibig sabihin, pas, bawal na akong malungkot. Hindi. Normal na pag hindi mo gusto, malulungkot ka, at pag gusto mo yung nangyayari, matutuwa ka. Kaya lang nga, ang tawag doon, happiness. And that is very relative. Joy is absolute. Joy is being sick and having the joy of knowing that you have a healer. Joy is being in luck but having the faith that God will provide everything that you need in life. Happiness is based whether your situation is good or bad. Whether you like it or you dislike it. The joy is pretty simple. It is based on awareness. Na kahit may sakit ka, aware ka, nagpapagaling si Lord. Kahit may pangangailangan ka, aware ka, na nagpo-provide si Lord. Kahit anong dinadaanan mong problema, aware ka, na hindi ka iiwanan ng Panginoon. That's kara, wherein we discussed last Sunday. So let me read one of the most satisfied na dissatisfied person in the scripture. Kung papansin niyo si Apostle Paul, di ba? Dito, sa babasahin natin, tinuturo niya, I learned to be in hunger and I learned to be in pool. Pero bago ang chapter 4, chapter 3, sabi niya, I move forward to the goal. So ano ba talaga ang gustong sabihin ni Apostle Paul? And he was actually trying to make us understand to strike the balance in life. Pwede kang maging masaya habang nagtitiwala ka sa mga pinaniniwalaan mo na ibibigay ni Lord sa buhay mo. Amen? One of the mistakes of many people is they make goals. O meron tayong goal. Sana kumi- ang goal ko, kumita ng 50,000 a month. Ayun ang goal ko. 
So, binigyan siya ni Lord ng trabaho, 12,000, 50,000. Hindi siya masyadong masaya kasi ang goal niya is 50,000 a month. Hindi niya naintindihan na yung biyaya na meron na yon ay dapat magkaloob at magbigay ng kagalakan sa puso niya habang pinuporso niya yung pinaniniwalaan niya. Amen? You are not just simply happy when you attained your destination, but you can be happy during the journey of attaining what you want and what you desire in life is. Verse 10. Ang sabi sa verse 10, But I rejoice in the Lord. Verse 10 muna tayo. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished. Again, Though you surely did care, but you look or you lack opportunity. The context, let me just bring the context. Apostle Paul, when he was writing this book, Philippians, he was put into prison without any reason. He was put into jail without committing any crime. He was actually preaching the gospel. He was doing a good deed. He was doing the will of God trying to tell people that Jesus is the Lord and He is the Savior. And the government did not like it. So he was captured and he was brought inside the prison. And not just a simple prison. Siya ay nilagay sa dungeon. Ano ang ibig sabihin ng dungeon? Nilagay siya sa isang lugar na medyo malayo at pagpasok niya sa loob ng kulungan, doon pa siya sa ilalim, sa underground, at matindi. Habang nakakulong siya, meron siyang chain sa kanyang kamay at sa kanyang paa. And how can you even teach joy when you are being persecuted for a good deed, for a good reason? Sabi niya, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. And he was repairing to the church of Macedonia wherein became the church of Philippi, isa lang ho yung Macedonia and Philippi, na naramdaman ni Apostle Paul yung pagmamahal, pag-aaruga, at pagkikare ng church of Macedonia. Ang sabi niya, gusto niyo akong tulungan, pero kulang kayo ng paraan. Pero naramdaman ko ang pag-ibig ninyo, at dahil dyan, ako ay nagagalak. Then he said, so verse 11, he said in verse 11, Now that I speak, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Nakakatawa yun, no? Even si Apostle Paul, yung nagbabanggit na siya tungkol sa pangangailangan, parang in-exclude niya yung sarili niya. Taong-tao pa rin talaga, that's humanity. For example, kami hong mga leaders, whenever we talk to you, be as a pastors and some as a pastor, some of the pastors here or leaders here, we will never tell you our needs. Ako hindi ako agree sa mga pastor na pag nagpreach nagpaparinig. Sino mga sino mga nakaganyan na alam nyo? Mayroon akong prayer. Ang prayer ko, magkaroon ako ng sapatos na size 9 na ang kulay ay puti. Ayan po yung prayer ko. Lord, i-convict niyo po sila. Hindi naman humingi, nagparinig lang. Leaders don't even do that. But it doesn't mean that they don't need anything. It doesn't mean that they are not in need. 
But real leaders believe in God. They pray to God. They don't need, they, they don't need to make parinig. Pero ang sabi ni Apostle Paul dito, not in regard to need. For I have learned, sabi natin lahat, learned. Kapag kaman kasi siya, shout louder than that, sabi nga natin, learned. Natutunan ko, ang sabi niya sa Tagalog. So meaning, hindi ito kusang dumadating. Hindi ito pag nag-church ka, paglabas mo, napaka-spiritual mo na. At ikaw ay magiging satisfied and contented na sa mga bagay-bagay. Ang sabi ni Apostle Paul, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Na kahit anong sitwasyon, kahit anong state, kahit anong scenario, ay maging contento. Then he said in verse 11, or in verse 12, verse 12, Dapat sabay sila eh. 12 dito, tas doon din 12. Yan. So 12 dito, tas doon 11 pa din. So mahirap yun. Nakaka-confusion. Okay? So verse, verse 12, sabi dito, I know how to be a vase. To be treated as law. I know how to, basically, alam si Apostle, pag sinabi nyo kasi nga vase, hindi ko nga napaliwanag masyado yung word na yan eh. Pag sinabi niyo nga vase, low self-esteem, uh, mababa ang tingin ng tao dahil mababa ang tingin ng tao, mababa na rin yung tingin niya sa sarili niya. Imagine si Apostle Paul, sumulat ng labing apat na libro ng New Testament, isa sa pinakamagaling na parisi during his time before he became a believer of Jesus Christ. Dumating rin pala sa time niya na siya ay merong low self-esteem. Eh paano hindi magkakaroon ng low self-esteem si Apostle Paul? Ano bang may sakit si Apostle Paul? Kaya siguro wala rin siyang asawa, pero sabi nila may asawa daw siya. Pero hindi, hindi kasi pwede maging pariseyo nang ikaw ay single. One of the qualifications of being a parisi is you have a spouse. Kaya lang dahil sa karamdaman ni Paul, malamang iniwanan siya ng spouse niya. Meron siyang skin disease, ang sabi ng, ng maraming scholars. Siya daw si Daoming Su. So, hindi ko alam pa't kayo ito matawa kasi ako mismo nakornihan. Sabi niya, how, I know how to be a vase and I know how to abound. Tinti, no? Everywhere and in all things. So, hindi palaging blessing ang naranasan ni Apostle Paul. Hindi palaging prosperity. Hindi palaging accepted na sitwasyon. I learned how to be a vase and how to abound everywhere and in all things I have learned. Sabihin uli natin, I have learned. I have learned both to be poor and to be hungry. So si Apostle Paul, naranasan din niyang mabusog, naranasan din niyang magutom. Tanong ko sa prayer service, sino sa inyo ganit? Sino sa inyo nakakakain naman ng tatlong beses sa isang oras? May mga kilala akong ganun eh, no? Hindi ko nababanggitin sila Monique, sila Maitia kasi lalain baka malaman nyo pa. <laughs> the point is this. I have learned both to be poor and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Then he said in verse 13, dun pumasok yung maraming believers na ito yung light verse nila. Diba? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
And it's good to really know this verse. Na pag mag-exam ka, hindi ka nag-review, I can do all things. Nakakatawa, marami ganun eh. Yung pati exam kay Lord. Pag bumagsak, kasalanan ni Lord. Hindi niya ako binigyan ng oras mag-review. I can do all things. Even in sports, ginagawa dito, di ba? Ang nangyayari, pag, pag may boxing, makikipaglaban, I can do all things, katulad ni Holyfield. So basketball, sabi, ni, sabi ng mga believers na, na players ng NBA, I can do all things. Kaya mananalo yung team namin. E paano yun sa kabilang team, may Christian din? Sinasabi din niya, I can do all things. So palakasan na lang kay Lord. But the point of the matter is this, hindi ganun yung context. So it's not wrong to even express and quote this verse when you are in a battle. You need to quote this verse. But also, you need to understand the context of this verse. He was in hunger. He was in pull. He was in being a base and to abound. Ang ibig sabihin, sabi ni Apostle Paul, sa gitna ng problema, pagpapala, pagsubok, at kung ano mang bagay, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Pag may blessing ako, mag-worship ako kay Lord. Pag meron akong problema, mag-worship pa rin ako kay Lord. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's the context, guys. Ngayon nga, nakakatuwa, di ba? Tawin tatanungin tayo kamusta ang buhay, grabe yung pandemic. Pero sa lahat ng grabe yung pandemic, almost lahat naman tayo lumusog. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, after pandemic, pumayat ba yan? O... Sige, sige, aminin mo. Mukha bang dumaan ng pandemic yan? Kasi kung, kung itsura kong to, sasabihin ko, na problema ko sa pandemic, paano na yung iba? Right? But I have learned, sabi the Apostle Paul, to be content in everything. And in everything, whatever situation, then he quoted, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? And he, he said in verse 14, Nevertheless, you have done well, but you shared in my distress. He didn't say, you're not going to be able to Hello? Sino dito yung mga, yung mga kaibigan na pag namuang problema ka, dinadagdagan pa? Hello? For example, kakasabi, Pastor Jules, medyo may problema ako ngayon. Tapos sasabihin ni Pastor Jules, oh, talaga, Pastor Paul, pautang naman. Yung kasi-share mo lang, inutangan ka pa. Pero sabi niya dito, Nevertheless, you have done well. But assured in my distress, do you know one of the greatest things you can do to other people is to make them feel that you understand their situation. Hindi lumalapit sa'yo, nagkikwento, na wala silang makain, as habang nagka-counsel ka, may hawag kang fried chicken. Ay, kaya mo yun. You make them feel that you share in their distress. This is Abbas verse 15. You Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia from your place, Philippi, 
No church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Grabe no, he founded and planted Ephesians, the church in Ephesus, the church in Colossus. Ang dami, church sa Corinth. Sa dami ng pinlant ni Paul, the churches, yung nakulong siya, isa lang yung nakaalala sa kanya. Hello? Eh, kano ka? Ka-emotionally disturbing. Ang dami kong tinulungan. Pero ako'y nangangailangan, ikaw lang. Ang sabi niya sa Church of Philippi, ang nakaalala sa akin. Sino sa inyo nakaranasan ng ganyan? Huwag niyo nang itamas yung kamay niyo. Ismile na lang. Yung dami-dami mong tinulungan, pero sa time ng pangangailangan, lahat sila wala. Pero sabi ni Paul, I am thankful because after everything, you, he was referring to the church of Macedonia, the church of Philippi. Sabi niya sa verse 16, for even in Thessalonica, yun, nag-name dropping na. See, Apostle Paul, you send aid once and again for my necessities. So kahit wala pa raw siya sa kulungan, nandun siya, nag-minister siya sa Thessalonian church. Nagpapadala pa rin sa kanya yung Church of Philippi. Kasi kung hindi siya pinadala ng Church of Philippi, malamang mahirapan siya. Why? Kasi hindi naman siya binigyan ng Church of Thessalonica. But he was so thankful to the Church of Philippi. And he said, verse 17, Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Ito po yung nami-misunderstand talaga minsan ng maraming pastor eh. Whenever we teach about giving, whenever we teach about tithes and offering, pag sinabi namin na, alam mo, Beans, katatrabaho ka, pag nagbigay ka ng tithes dito sa church, ang blessing nun hindi actually sa church. Ikaw ang ibibless ni Lord. ba, Glenn? Pag ikaw ay sumweldo, magkano sumweldo ni Glenn? 80? Oh, grabe. Pag sumweldo ka, tapos nagbigay ka ng tithes, nagbigay ka ng offering, tapos sasabihin namin mga pastor, alam mo ba, mabibless yung church, pero ang deposit niyan, sa account mo, actually sa langit, at ibabalik ni Lord sa iyo yan. Sabi ng mga ibang mga members, cliche lang yan. Gusto mo lang ng pera namin, really, gusto ko ng pera nyo. Stop it. <laughs> I can honestly say, I can live my life, but I will still teach this, right? Because whenever you give, sabi ni Apostle Paul, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Whenever you bless me, not me, ah, the Apostle Paul, pero pwede na rin, kapangalan ko naman siya. But he was actually saying, whenever you bless the man of God, whenever you bless the pastors, the church leaders, whenever you bless the missionaries, whenever you bless those who serve God, it's for your own account. Hello. Amen. Parang tahimik sa EFC. Parang, sabi mo sa katabi mo, parang tahimik ka. Parang, parang may iba kang iniisip. Sabi niya sa verse 18, Indeed, I have all and abound. Si Apostle Paul, talagang mataas din pride eh, no? Sinabi niya, pag binilis yung man of God, it's to your own account. Tapos bila niya sinabi, I have all and abound. 
ang mga tunay na naglilingkod sa Diyos, hindi nagmamakaawa. Amen? Ang mga tunay na naglilingkod sa Diyos, hindi nagpaparinig, hindi pera-pera. Ang mga tunay na naglilingkod sa Diyos, alam nila na kahit anong sitwasyon, kahit anong problema, si Lord minsan hindi maaga, pero hindi rin siya late. He will always be on time because He's Jehovah Jireh. I am who I am. It's present tense. Ang sabi niya dito, I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Pag nagbibigay ka pala, pag naglalagay ka ng tights mo, pag naglalagay ka ng offering mo, mga Benjen, pag binibigyan niyo si Pastor Julius ng burger, deserve niya yon. Sabi ni PB, yung anak ko, tinuturuan ako kung ano yung mga dapat sabihin dito para daw medyo connected pa rin ako sa henerasyon eh. <laughs> Deserve niya yon siyempre. Ano sabi dito? It's like a sweet smelling aroma. It's just, man, it's just, whatever you give, it's an act of worship. Pag nakakita ka ng mahirap, kinunbig ka ni Lord, bigyan mo ng 100, It's an act of worship. Pag may namamalimos, kinumbig ka ni Lord, bigyan mo ng 500. Siyempre, hindi mo gagawin yon. Anong gagawin mo? I rebuke you, Satan, agad yun. Right? Pero kung kinausap ka ni Lord, binigyan mo, be, believe me, it's to your own account. Ako, hindi ako naniniwala na bigay ka lang ng bigay. Naniniwala ako, pag nangusap si Lord sa'yo, pag ginawa mo, It's to your own account. Amen. Sabi niya dito, it's with smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice. Ay, sa iba naman talaga kasi ang giving, hindi talaga, ano eh, talagang sacrifice eh. Sa iba nga, pag sinabing tight, talagang nililiteral nila eh. Iba spelling ng tight eh. T-I-G-H-T talaga eh. Tight, talaga ayaw bitawan eh. Eh, tight ko nga, oh, sabi ng Bible, tight to. But it's like a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifices. Well, ito pinakamatindi, eh, no? sabi natin lahat, well-pleasing. Can you say more loud than that? More or well-pleasing. Ah, huwag kayong kabahan, hindi na ako magpapa-opering. Tapos na kanina, baka iba, mamaya opering yan. Ang dami sinasabi, may special opering yan. Walang ganon. But this is what the scripture says. Amen? At ang sabi niya sa verse 19, ito, gustong-gusto natin itong verse na to. And my God, can you say louder? Can you read, read it loud? One, two, three. Mamaya ako nababalikan yan. Number one. Ang title ng ating message is OMG. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, OMG. Oh my God is my satisfaction. Amen? First, God is my satisfaction. Ano ulit sabi sa verse? Not that I speak in regard to need, or I have learned. I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. You become content 
to what you have. Ano ibig sabihin ng paas? Ang ibig sabihin ba niyan? Come what may na lang, kung ano yung meron ako, yun na lang, paniwalaan ko na lang is Lord, basta everyday ng buhay ko, kung may provision, yun na lang talaga. No, you need to be content in what you have. Be happy, be thankful, while believing God for something more. The problem sometimes, pag yung goal mo, hindi mo pa na-attain, parang hindi mo na kaya maging masaya. Lahat naman tayo may goal. Sino sa inyo, lalo na sa mga kabataan, kahit naman hindi sa mga bata, sino sa inyo gusto magkaroon ng sariling bahay? Ha? Yung iba, bu- bukod po sa sariling bahay, gusto ko po magkaroon ng sariling buhay. <laughs> daming pakailamero sa mundo eh. <laughs> you need to have, among you wants to have your own car. O yung mga wag mag-amen Lord, bigay mo sa akin. You want to have your own car. Huwag ka magpipray ng mga Ferrari, ha? Mamaya, bigyan ka ni Lord, bala ka, mahal ng gas. <laughs> now, you, you go with the sequence, you go with the flow. God provides not just, not, not like a magic. God provides according to you. Right? O sino dito mag-a-agree? Life is unfair. Ah, konti lang, isa pang tanong. Sino mag-a-agree? Okay, kasama niyo ako. Ako ay agree. Life is unfair. Sino niniwala? Life is unfair. O, konti pa lang. Ay, di wag. Wala kayo pipilitin. Pero normally, pag sinabi natin, life is unfair, lagi tayong nakatutog sa negative side. Na nagpagod ako. Tapos, ito lang yung binagay sa akin. Life is unfair. Eh, paano naman yung hindi ka nagpagod, pero binilas ka? Ano tawag doon? Life is unfair. Does serve? Hello? If you would ask me, life is full of unfairness. But it's not just the negative side of it. Also the positive side of it. Hindi ka naman blessed patawarin, pinatawad ka, life is unfair. Hello? Hindi ka naman karapat dapat tumayo dito, di ba? Sino ba naman ako? Dati kong adik, gwapo lang. Pero what? Di ba? Life is unfair. Sino mag-iisip na si macho magpapangasawa si Grace? Life is grace. <laughs> parang si Grace yung, parang life is unfair, magkaiba lang ng pananaw. <laughs> Sabi ni Apostle Paul, tuloy natin, tuloy natin. I know how to be amazed and I know how to abound everywhere in all things. I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Satisfaction is learned. Hindi ito automatic. Hindi ito kusang dumadating sa buhay mo na pagkagising mo sa umaga, satisfied ka na agad pinag-aaralan to. Na sa gitna ng pagpapala, nakikita mo galing kay Lord. Sa gitna ng pangangailangan, nakikita mo may manggagaling kay Lord. Amen? Life is just like that. Satisfaction is learned. You need to be satisfied to what you have 
while believing God for what you want in life. Ano tawag nila dyan? Sa, ano, satisfactionally dissatisfied. Amen. Pangalawa, pangalawa, my God is my strength. Sabi nga natin lahat, my God is my strength. So Context-wise, once again, ang tinutukoy ni Apostle Paul dito, pag binalikan mo yan sa chapter 4, verses 1, hanggang verse 9, yung may, may nag-away pang dalawang uh, leaders sa church, so sabi niya, pray, pray without ceasing and such thing. Then sabi niya sa verses 8 and 9, uh, you need to think nobly, you need to think right, you need to think yung, yung mindset. Then pagdating sa chapter 10, of verse 10, 11, and 12, he was repairing about his experience. Then he said, I can do all things. Pero ang context niya nasa verses 8 and 9. Mentality. Sabi nga natin lahat, mindset. Pag nangangailangan ka, ano mindset mo? Pag nangangailangan ako, mindset ko, God is my provider. Hello? He provides. Pag may blessing ako, ang mindset ko, He is the one who provided. Amen? He is my strength. At uulitin ko, this is not about fighting a certain game. No, this is about experiencing life. Things you don't expect. Things that happen. That you don't even know what to do. And He said, in spite of whatever situation, scenario, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Si Apostle Paul, katulad ng nabanggit ko sa inyo kanina, may skin disease, at sabi pa ng mga isang ibang scholars, yung mata daw niya, medyo namamaga. Nagnanana pa nga. Kasi yun yung sinabi niya sa Galatians, see how large this letter I'm writing to you. Ayun yung mga basis. Ang sakit ni Paul. And he also said in Corinthians, diba? In my weakness, you are sufficient. So he had this sickness. Sabi naman ng iba, hindi. Yung sinasabi ni Apostle Paul na natinik doon ay yung mga, nag, mga taong nagsasabi sa kanya ng laging negative. And I believe he had all those things. But he still said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Strength is the Lord's. Right? Kaya pag medyo nang hihina ka, wag yung tsaka na ako mag-church. Sino yung nakakaranas ng ganyan minsan? Pagod ako eh. Puyat. Next week na ako mag-church. Uh, daming trabaho. Next week na ako mag-church. And believe me, if you continue doing that, you find yourself so weak. Because even physical strength comes from your, from your intimacy with the one who created you. Ang totoong lakas ng katawan, nanggagaling yan sa gumawa ng katawan mo. Amen. Strength is the Lord's. Lastly, lastly, my God is my supply. Sino niniwala na si Lord ang 
nagsusupply ng lahat ng pangangailangan natin. He is. Amen? Sabi dyan sa verse 19, And my God shall supply all your need according to, your, to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You can always quote this pag ikaw ay may pangangailangan. Sabi ko nga, di ba, yung mag-asawa na alam-alam na natin dito sa church na ayaw-ayaw natin bumibisita sa mga bahay natin, si Bill tsaka si Judith, di ba? Pag dumating na si Bill, si Judith, talaga naman parang feeling mo, pinabayaan ka na agad ni Lord. Sandali lang, one-one eh, yung Bill eh, so one-one ang pinapabayaan ni Lord. My God shall supply all your need. But let me bring this into the proper context. Ang context nito nanggaling sa verses 16, 17, and 18. Basahin natin. Sabi sa verse 16, For even in Thessalonica, you send aid once and again for my necessities. So sinakausap niya yung Church of Philippi. Yung kahit nasa Thessalonica pa ako, tinutulungan niyo ako. Pinapadalan niyo ako, sabi ni Apostle Paul, ng lahat ng aking pangangailangan. Then sabi niya sa verse 17, Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Dahil tinutulungan niyo ako, sabi ni Apostle Paul, ako hindi ko naman hinihingi yun. Kailangan ko, oo, pero hindi ko kayo pinipilit. At sabi niya, pero tuwing nagbibigay at nagpapadala kayo, it's to your account. Then he said in verse 18, Indeed, I have all and abound, I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And he was basically referring to the giving of the church of Philippi. Sabi niya, tuwing nagbibigay kayo, it's like a sweet aroma. It's an act of worship. Then biglang pumasok yung verse 19. Do you understand the context? Nagbibigay kayo sa akin, pero nakakulong ako. Sabi ni Paul. So lahat ng binapadala niyo sa akin, lahat ng binibigay niyo sa akin, hindi ko kayang palitan yan. You cannot expect ROI or return of investment. And how can I even do that? Because I am in jail. Nasa kulungan ako, so kung papadala niyo ako ng tulong, kung papadala niyo ako ng mga pangangailangan ko, hindi ko mababalik yan. Hindi ko kayang ibalik yan. That was the, the language of Paul. Hindi ko kayang ibalik yan. Malabo. Baka nga hindi na ako makalaya sa kulungan eh. So lahat ng tinulong niyo sa akin, hindi ko kayang palitan yan. Then he said, pero ang aking Diyos ang magbabalik sa inyo yan. I cannot bring those things back to you, yet my God shall supply all your needs. Ano ibig sabihin? Pag tumulong ka, pag nagbigay ka, tumulong ka lang, magbigay ka lang, huwag ka nang mag-expect sa taong tinulungan mo. Huwag ka nang mag-expect na pag nagbigay ka ng tithes and offering, ano kaya makukuha ko sa church? Hindi ganun. Hello? Hindi ko kayang ibalik sa inyo yan. Hindi kayang ibalik ng church sa inyo yan. Pero isaan tiyak ako, ang Diyos ko ang magbabalik sa inyo yan. That was the Apostle Paul saying, supply is lasting. Why? Because it's not based on men. It's not based on institution. It's not based even in church. Supply is based on the riches 
and glory of God and no one can measure the riches and the glory of God it is just lasting amen guys my God is our supply my God is our strength and he is our satisfaction come on let's all rise The Lord is good, right? So let's sing this song. Napakabuti mo. Doon na lang sa chorus. And as we sing this song, just declare right now na ang Diyos ay napakabuti sa buhay natin. Amen? Come on, shout it out. Shout it out. Napakabuti mo.
we thank you, we honor you. You are good. You are so generous. You are our Heavenly Father, our satisfaction. You are our strength and you are our supply. We honor you. We thank you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.